Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dig your cleats in. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. The pitch from Acevedo. all things baseball the big leagues and the mlb to portland yeah that's not gonna happen shut up and Rutzman will hit a fly ball here deep center field and so long adley Rutzman with a moonshot to center field now here are your hosts patrick harris and joe fisher this is the hot corner on the odyssey app and 1080 the fan Welcome in to the Hot Corner for a must-be-a-Wednesday, but it's always a Wednesday around here, baby. Let's go get to 10 p.m. Yeah, we are, uh, it is September, we are in the heart of baseball season, but we are also in the beginning of college football season, yeah. so. I got a fit of the yawns tonight. That's all right, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll help you through this, dude. I got drugs, we got you. Oh, dude, this this studio is just loaded, loaded. with narcotics. Yeah, we I got mean, like a we secret. We got something. Got a little secret compartment over there that Crazy Eyes set up for us and oh, stacked yeah. it for us. You know so. that scene in Heavyweights where the kids have all the candy and food stashed mm-hmm. everywhere and all throughout the forest? Yeah, that's essentially like this place, but just copious amounts of drugs. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming the worst the good of ones. this is yes. actually five-hour energy, right? There, there's oh, there nothing... was a bottle lying on the ground over oh, okay. here. So five-hour energy. There's a yeah. uh, empty baggie of some powdery substance also next to it. Well, the Iceman is on from noon to three every uh, Monday through Friday right here on 1080 The Fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but it's also the start of college football season, so we got the Ducks Coaches Show from 7 to 8, which bumps us from 8 to 10. Which there's a lot of uh, player talk on the Coaches Show. It hasn't really... <laughs> it, it's sort of delved into a player, uh, more so 65-35 players. Yeah, this coaches. feels more like the Ducks Insider Show, because yeah, I'm they, listening to like stories about their... The, their 
hometowns and all that. The coaches have uh, sneakily slid out of their obligations for this show year after year. Well, yeah, I think it used to be a whole show with the coach, and they're at they're at the cooler down there in Eugene, or they'd even get like the O coordinator or the strength and conditioning coach or the special teams or something like that. Oh yeah, and then uh, just slowly over the years, I think it was the the Cristobal regime. Uh, started distancing distancing themselves from the, the coaches show more and more, and but still fan. wanted the label. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't too. think it was Chip? Oh, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, it, the the foundation was laid with Chip, but every coach when they come in, they want to be cordial with the media. You know, you got to be good. You got to be nice. Helfrich was great. No, he was a baby. Helfrich was great. Yeah, handshakes and baby. Yeah, kisser. Helfrich was Helfrich great. You got to do that sure. for at least the first year, year and a half or two. You've seen Landing now. He is. He is a. He's can- buttoned up. Hey, I love him. <clears throat> I love a cantankerous, defensive oriented <laughs> coach. All right. But, hey man, uh, I got Eric Dickard at Wazoo, dude. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I, I will with say you. I was in the post game press conference for the first time ever in my career uh, in media for an Oregon game, and I was sitting and asked a question, and having Coach Lanning stare right at me that was a little intimidating. I'm not gonna lie. Laser eyes turned yes. you to stone. Well, I think it's I think it's difficult. I think if if you're a, a coach, a manager, whatever it is, to do a weekly show. I mean, we we are very fortunate to have Dan Lanning on every week here with the primetime boys and they get Joey every week. I think it's hard. Like when you, when you switch over to the NFL, like Belichick does a weekly show, but he gets paid for that. Does he? Yeah. What's he doing? He gets paid to do that weekly show. I hope it's on like public access. A lot of these coaches do. I don't know if college coaches, but pro coaches. Yeah. And and lately Belichick has been a decent interview because he's been a lot more candid because he has to be. It's, you know, once you get paid, that opens up. So maybe we should start, maybe uh, the Ducks coaches show should start paying Lanning to be on. Or how about we create the Ducks players show and then slowly over time the coaches start appearing on that. Oh, just flip it on its head? Yes. Got you. Yes. You got got. What they need to do is just bring it back to the cooler. Down in Eugene. Oh, the cooler. I, it was I a bar. There was tons of... Be- and I, I, I got to know about the cooler because it sounds like the Coug for me up in Pullman. Uh, Yeah, it's what there. It's right down the street for, uh, from the stadium on MLK okay. across... It's like a block or two away. Yeah, it's from the... Like uh, across the street from the Mercedes-Benz dealership right there. And, okay. Um, they add, they're infamous for one of their drinks. I forget what it's called, but it's one of those fishbowl drinks that sure, is sure. just going to just absolutely obliterate. Hey, you. I know you've and had. Hammered hammered I know you've had. Bucks. I know yeah. you've had fifteen beers at your house. Uh, but on the way to the game, come get this $15 liquor drink. But, uh, yeah, they used to have it there, and then people would show out for it, and that's probably, like, why it was, like, the coaches started to put the Knicks on it because yeah. you know, they would show up, people are already liquored up, people are getting more liquored up throughout it, and just like, yeah, you tell them, coach! Yeah. yeah. When, uh, why is that a bad thing? Because uh, I think coaches then start, you know... Getting in the community. Come on. Yeah, but fans. when you're in like a dive what this, bar. What is this? Pete Carroll in Ventura Beach with the co-eds? <laughs> Hell what yeah. What are we talking about here? Like, that gov. Hey, like, ladies. Take I'm a ride showing, in my car. Ca- I'm showing Patrick like an inside of this bar. Yeah, that's like, divey. There's a Kino TV. Yeah. I mean, it Ooh, is. If you got a Kino TV, you're like my kind of bar. Look at that Look at that stage for the, the music right there. Oh, they got live bands. Oh, yeah. You'll definitely get your Tommy Two-Tones cover there all night long. I love it. Uh, I yeah, love I it. need to find this drink though. I mean, the cooler is a fine establishment. <clears throat> um, 
I'll tell you what. When when or, I, I mean being a Eugene bar, there it is. Look at this thing. It's like got um, it's like blue, like yeah. blue green, seafoam green, is that, uh, aquamarine. Is that carousel or whatever? Blue curacao, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they got Midori, which is green, I think. Then blue Midori is green, blue, but blue yeah. curacao is what you get in an AMF. Yes, yeah, it's not like Smoko. Yep, yep. So um, see here's a some... nice liqueur that comes from the great island of Curacao, owned by the Netherlands, which is why you see Xander Bogarts play for the Netherlands all in the World Baseball Classic. All comes full circle here. It's like a bunch of white Dutch dudes and a bunch of dark Caribbean ballers. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to find... They play uh, baseball on that island. Oh, they do. It's uh, a small island in the Caribbean, but boy, do they play rest baseball. Rest in peace, Greg Hellman, former Mariner, stabbed I, by his own brother. I believe Andrew Jones, <laughs> the uh, great center fielder for the uh, Braves, is from Curacao. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> lot of Netherlands history you in know, MLB, man. You know that this is Profar, a... I believe, yes, is from Curacao. Yeah, you are so correct here. I, I love how this is a baseball show because uh, Jordan just thrown in that useless fact right there. Like, who was that? Blah, 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 when he was younger. <laughs> <laughs> he was stabbed by his own brother. In Curacao, this tiny island in the Caribbean. And yeah. he's not in jail for it. And here's the O2. <laughs> That's a deep I, drive See, that would field. be me if I were a play-by-play by. Be like, and he murdered his brother, the O2 pitch. Yeah, I would be the Bob Uecker style. His but pinky like, toe from sta- uh, standing on a rusty nail too I'd be long. the informative, informative uh, murder porn Bob Uecker uh, of play-by-play. Absolutely. I am always fascinated about when you travel with the team as the announcer. Why am I still looking at pictures of the food of the I don't know, but let me tell you this, Joe. Right. When, when, I was, when I was in Pullman, um, when I was at Wazoo, and we go to football games, the Coug, which sounds like, what's this place called? The Cooler. The Cooler. Very close. Two okay. syllables, not one. So we had two bars really close to the stadium. Still are to this day. The Coug and Valhalla. Just absolute landmark staples of Pullman, Washington. The Coug, when I was there was one of the oldest taverns in the state of Washington. Only sold beer. We got Boone's Farms, and they might have wine coolers and maybe a cider on draft, but no liquor. Okay, that's what it was like when I was there. And I'm a Mug Club member there, and I'm good friends with Bob Cady, the owner there, who's a Pullman legend. My great friend, Bob, up in Pullman, Washington. Stand-up guy, that Bob. And uh, Bob one day decided to apply for a liquor license. And now when you walk into the Coug, it's these old, small pitchers with the ribbed, like, soda pitchers that you used to get at, like, Godfather's Pizza. Oh, yeah. Like, when you had, like, a buffet or something or a pizza party or something like that. And it's got like an upside down Corona in it, and it's a giant margarita. And the place is banging. It was always banging when I was there, but we just drank beer. And now it's even more banging because there's a bunch of booze. A bunch more of booze, booze, dude. Even more booze than before. So what did we what what did we do? Is we would sit at our house for a five thirty ABC kick against ranked Wisconsin this weekend. We'd sit at our house and drink 15 beers and then stop at the Coug and probably get a giant mixie and then go to uh, go to the scene. That's what's going to go down on Saturday. Oh, that sounds beautiful. I'm and jealous then, of all of dude, you. Dude, we sold out our game on Saturday against Wisconsin. You're going to sell out, out every game this it's season. It's sold out against Wisconsin because we believe yeah. we're going to win. There's we think a, we're going to win. I we think beat that, them last year. That's going to be the trend throughout the year is that game sold out. It's like, yeah, because it's going to be the last like real packed. Yeah, well, I know this is packed well Wisconsin. We also have the lowest uh, max 
<clears throat> seats in the entire Pac-12. Uh, like I heard, uh, Colorado, it's like Oregon, twenty-eight thousand people. Uh, the Colorado, Oregon Martin's game small, is sold but out it's now. awesome. Martin Stadium is small, but it is awesome. Such a great stadium. Once the college football playoff came around on top of BCS, we took all our money we got from that and just dumped it in the stadium. The stadium is amazing. It's going to be the nicest stadium in the Mountain West. Let me tell you. I was going to say, perfect for the Mountain West, man. It's going to be so good. The blue turf ain't got nothing on us. No, there's no bad seat in the house <clears throat> in that stadium. No, you're, you're it's a great wrong. stadium. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go to a game this year. Should I go to a game this yes. year? Yes. You got to experience the last year of the Pac-12. Patrick. That was come on, dude. dude you, th- this isn't even a question. You, the credit card already was put down yesterday on this for you, right? Like yeah, it, it has to be. Yeah, That's... because getting to Pullman is difficult, uh, especially past like the second week of October. Dude, I've made that drive. You got in a the... two-lane highway with no lights. I've, I've made that drive in December and in a January before. It can be done. This is and I it, see the car that you're driving now. Come on, Bob. I would even Come venture on. to put say... The it, put the winter tires on that bitch. Let's go. It's What's worth up, you and the wifey going up there on like a regional flight to Spokane and then just trekking in a rental car from there. Like, no, dude, make I'll it drive. easier on yourself. No, I'll drive. Well, see, now you're like, okay, I'll drive. Like, there, is a way, there are ways to take away dude, the risk. flex on them with the winter yeah. tires. Those studded tires. Ooh, that can turn into goat on. mode oh, yeah. onto the slippery function. Ah, do it. Go, thought, go, go goat on us. I did think goat mode. Goat mode in my uh, Ford Bronco Sport that I got from Vancouver Ford, the who sponsor our text line at 503-864-6326. Love them. Um, Dude, I got to ask, though. Do they treat you right after the sale? Uh, before, during, and after. Damn. It's absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, I got goat mode, and I'm not going to lie. When I got goat mode, I was like, oh, sick. Greatest of all time. My car's the greatest of all time. My car's the goat, dude. Now it doesn't now stand for something it's like good that. on all terrain. Oh, that's what it. And I was like, because the whole time I was like, oh, my car's the Tom Brady. What's up? You got nothing on me. That's what the Ford guys came up with, huh? Yeah, good on all terrains. Hmm. Having that mode. balloon pop must have sucked. Goat mode. Yeah, I still call it the greatest of all it time. Would be it's fun. Tom Brady mode. It would be funny if uh, when you put it into goat mode and whenever you hit your horn, it was, uh, ah. it was yeah. That, that would be pretty great. What if it was like a "Let's go"? I know, just a, like one of the Hertz commercials. That's not pretty damn. Oh. That's great, dude. Yeah, you hit your horn and it's just Tom Brady. The Let's Teslas, go! The Teslas can do that. You can just plug a USB you can stick choose into what your yeah, horn and is. You can change a uh, change your horn out. That's absolutely ridiculous. Oakley, Oakley. Well, we do got a baseball show for you tonight. As it's September, baby. That means every single game matters. We got Orioles, Angels on one screen, and we got Rangers and Astros on the other, and. There's a lot going on, so there's a lot to get to. We'll do fair or foul at the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour. The Yankees lost me money today. As we always do. The Yankees still suck. Um, they were 69-69 and 69 for nice. the first time since 1969. Nice. At least there's something to root for in New York. Late night. City that never sleeps. Yeah. Uh, we got to check in on the Dodgers because there's a lot of good things going for them. There's a lot of bad things going on for them. Uh, and is there a sneaky team in the NL that could make some serious noise? We got a lot to get to, but we'll start here. The unicorn is dead, but is about to get paid. How are we going to do this? This is the hot corner, Portland sports leader today. The fan call from mom, answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 819 here in Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge. Coming up at the 8 o'clock hour, we'll take a peek at the Do- or the 9 o'clock hour, excuse me, Freudian slip. Uh, we'll take a peek at the Dodgers as they are surging, yet there's a lot of good noise and a lot of bad noise, plus fair or foul. So that's our 8 o'clock for you. Plus, we got a team surging and a legend retiring, probably to finish out this hour, so stick with that. But I'd like to start here uh, with the news on Shohei Otani. We actually didn't get to it last week. Uh, He's got something going on in that elbow. The Angels, I don't know if it's for them or if it's Otani's camp or what, are kind of keeping it real close to the belt. We don't know if he's going to have Tommy John for the second time. We don't know if it's that bad. Um, But this is such an interesting situation. I mean, everything surrounding Shohei is interesting, right? We've never seen a player in baseball like this, a player like this in professional sports, to be be honest. You know, like uh, that kid for Colorado is getting a lot of love because he plays wide receiver and DB. Travis Hunter, he's getting a lot of love, but like, Hey man, you're still in college. If you got if you got to play for two more years, they're gonna make you pick one. Well, let's pivot. Let's talk about his Heisman odds <laughs> and how Dion's gonna win a Natty this year. Um, Dion for Dallas Cowboys head coach. No, yeah, right? no, no, no. <laughs> please God, no. Please let's, God, no. No. Um, so we've got this unicorn that everything is different when it comes to him. But what I'm more curious about is. You know, we've talked about over the season and the national pundits talk about it and the local pundits talk about it, about the teams in the mix for Shohei. Now, I've always believed that there's really only three teams in this race. I think it's L.A., the Dodgers. I think it's the Giants in San Francisco. And I think it's the Mariners in Seattle. I think Shohei stays on the West Coast. I think he's looking for a winner. If I had to bet money on it right now, I would probably pick the Dodgers or the Mariners. I'm telling you, he's going to love the crab cakes in Baltimore. <laughs> but but San Francisco also showed that they were willing to go after Carlos Correa. They were willing to go after Aaron Judge. They might be willing to spend. Anyway, when you look at Shohei right now, it's borderline damaged goods with that elbow. Oh, come on. Does, does this change how teams approach him in free agency well i think listen the last the last few years have been great of course yeah it's been a lot of fun being able to go uh both ways pitching and hitting it's been fantastic struck out mike trout to win the world baseball classic trust me awesome one of the best moments in baseball history yeah amazing but we are pitch clock mind you last moment we've seen that fair we are not far removed from 
And even when this started happening with uh, his UCL just a couple weeks ago, it was I was like, yeah, I remember only a couple years ago talking about do we need to make him only a pitcher or only right. a hitter? And then when he got to Tommy <clears throat> John, that was the conversation then. It's like, dude, do we shut him down as a pitcher and it just have him focus on hitting? And, and, we then, heard, and we heard this breakdown with, like, Joe Maurer and Buster Posey. Should they not be behind the plate anymore? Should they be DHs or first basemen? Like, let's get him out of this. Now, this is different because now this is his second torn UCL in the same elbow and you've already had Tommy John so it's like if you get it again what is your success rate that you're going to have a successful pitching career after that? Steven Strasburg's gone. Yeah. And he had to. And then at that point I mean hell you're talking about I mean read some of the things he was going through that wasn't just his elbow I mean arm shoulder like and And just fatigue. Is that not I'm sorry would that not affect the rest of your body as a batter? Uh, later in the game, too. Of course it would. And speaking so. of that, Otani right now, actually, he's down as a batter because of like a right oblique strain, I think, which to me seems obvious that uh, you're already injured in one spot of your body. You're compensating with another. Hell, that happens to us all the time. And, you know, we're not even athletes. So if you're hitting and you're trying to more likely than not protect that elbow, you know, you are exposing it a little bit. I'm sure he's got something, you know, like a plastic protector over it so it doesn't get hit with a baseball, but you're moving it in some way. And there's got to be something that you're doing with other parts of your body to keep that from getting injured further as a hitter. So and, and then to your question, is Shohei damaged goods? I don't think he's damaged goods. I think this is pretty normal for a competitor at his level. You you want to be out there. You don't want to have surgery. I think this is on the Angels a little bit. Yeah, he's probably Shohei going to lose 150 million. You know, maybe a little bit more in free I, agency. I don't think he's. But that's be that's the real question though. That's what I'm asking here. Is not if he's damaged goods, mm-hmm. but does this taint teams going after him? Does this taint? the offers given to him. If you're Seattle, San Francisco, LA, who I think are the front runners for him, does this change your perception? Is it nine years instead of 10? Is it more does of a... Does he go from a $500 million player to a $350 million yeah, player? Yeah, is he more I mean, of a... That Mookie, big of a drop-off? Is he more of a Mookie Betts or a Mike Trout as opposed to... Breaking all things ever, as opposed to being an Alex Rodriguez. Well, let's just say this: the timing is just impeccable it, for it, this all to it's happen. It's absolutely amazing. It's <laughs> like, for for us idiots that do this. It's absolutely like amazing. not only did the Angels not trade trade him, and you know that would have been a whole fiasco in itself too. But then they're like, you know what? We're gonna keep keep him, try to build so that we have a shot at free agency. We're going to trade all our prospects for these guys that we're going to release in three weeks. And so now if you're another franchise looking at this, you're like licking your chops like, oh, the Angels are so screwed. There's no way that they're going to get them back. But now that this happens, it's like all bets are off because there might be some teams that were very much interested in the idea of uh, Shohei as the pitcher and batter, and then the negotiations change. And then again, like who – who knows what the hell's going to happen with his surgery if he gets it? There's reports saying that he's going to get it in the like next week and a half, and and there's saw, a bunch of people that say he should have got it two weeks oh, ago. Russo mm-hmm. was losing his yeah. mind about it. Yeah, so I mean, dude, this is going to be 
ridiculous because the reports, like they've already been hush about him during the season, what he wants to do and what whoever might his, happen. Whoever his team is, I think they're doing a great job. Yeah, we'll, protecting uh, him. we'll see how good of a job they do in over the next four to four months, whenever the time to sign is. I mean, Jesus. Do you think this gives the Angels a better chance to get him back? Yeah. No. Do, yeah. You think, do you think this injury helps the Angels in their case to get him back? Yeah. Joe, because, I'll start with you. Uh, I, I just think that the idea of him being a pitcher and a batter, there would have teams that would have been would have broke the bank for it. Now, I don't think they will want to spend as much. I jumped to Jordan initially saying that is $150 million less, but... Again, if there is the Angels coming in at 400 mil just to keep him in the franchise and be a batter and try and make him, whereas another team's like, dude, we'll take you as a batter at 330, 340, I, I definitely think it gives the Angels a, a slight better chance than before. Jordan, do you think this t- turns teams like the Yankees, the Cubs, and the Red Sox off? No. I don't think it turns them off. Do I you think, think if they like lick their chops, like ooh, can get a better better, in, better in, deal now? Injured animal, maybe now I pounce. I, I think there are certain teams that are you're probably right that have that view that are kind of coming in now, maybe with those eyes, like ooh, I think I've got a shot now. It's gonna be. I, I feel like I must be just reading numbers that are just astronomical, like projections. But some national prognosticators are saying. This could have been two months ago. We were talking about like four first round picks needing to be traded for this guy, mm-hmm. and then possibly giving him a three quarters of a billion of a billion dollar yeah, deal, yeah, right? Talking six hundred, seven hundred mil. So if you look at what the hitting prowess is supposed to be, plus, I mean, at this point, we've talked about him maybe not being a starter, but after two Tommy Johns could go to the bullpen, could become a closer, could become an eighth inning guy. 60 to 80 innings a year as an impact bullpen pitcher and 30 home runs as a batter, I still think is worth five to $600 million. Personally, if he hits this way for the next eight seasons, then yeah, you're getting your money's worth. Is so, that your Mariner hat or is that baseball hat? No, this is baseball hat. Okay. This is, that's a great question. And I hear what you're saying. Cause of course I want my Mariners to sign him, but I don't think that their starting rotation is already set. So I, I'm not sure that the Mariners even need him to start. I, I think a lot of teams would be very wary after this of he, him pitching over 100 innings as I do a want. I do wonder if a team like the Mariners would be the perfect spot, like you pitch every 10 days. And, and I don't think it increases his <clears throat> chance of returning to the Angels because there's just uh, the, the feeling that they've had. He said he wanted to win, and I love how now a month and a half into their just crap season, you know, in the second half, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, he could remain there because he really likes it. Did he not just say he wanted to win at the All-Star break? It seems like we've forgotten that. So as you said, San Francisco, Seattle, L.A., I think L.A. and Seattle are probably the top two destinations because they're the closest to World Series ready for him. And they both got a spot in the lineup, so. Um, it's my understanding that they have a body double for him now uh, during team pictures, so maybe they can just borrow his UCL. Why not? I mean, they're using a whole, his whole body as the a stand-in. Dude, the dude so. looks like Phil Nevin, who should be fired, by the way. I don't really want to get too far off, but that dude, what a mess. Is a yeah, manager. side note, Phil Nevin might be the worst manager in baseball. Uh, possibly. Uh, they might be the worst uh, organization it, in baseball, too. Is it a, it, It's a white dude. Like that was a stand-in. Like it doesn't yeah. even look like him. Yeah, but he's six four. I think the point yeah, is, yeah, they'll got just the they'll just statue. superimpose and all that kind of garbage. Well, it'll be interesting. I mean, like we 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 said it last week. We've said it all season. <laughs> Com- gonna... A comment said Steve Otani. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know, it's something we're gonna be. 
I mean, this is what's going to dominate sports. You know, baseball finally for the first time, maybe in its entire life, has a storyline that will be paid attention to during the NFL season. Buckle up, Buttercup. And that's, and that's huge. So we'll keep checking in on this. I think this is a fascinating conversation. When we come back, uh, I want to get into a team that is streaking right now that Joe, I believe, if you pull up the stats, picked to do well. And right now I'm curious if that they could be the big-time sleeper in the National League. We'll get to that next. But before we do that, I'll throw it over to Schultz for sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. It's 837 here. Coming up in the second hour, we'll dive into the Dodgers, a team that's absolutely streaking right now. Maybe the hottest team in baseball. Uh, Do they look a little vulnerable in the playoffs right now? So we'll get to that at the top of the 9 o'clock hour. Plus, we'll have fair or foul at the bottom of it. Real quickly. Shoot. I was eating a glizzy the other day. And you know what a glizzy is? I don't. It's a hot dog. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Is there something special about it or is it a brand? No, I was just calling it a glizzy because it's it's funny to call a hot dog a glizzy. Why Um, do they call it a glizzy? Well, glizzy is uh, a slang term for a gun. Like I pulled the glizzy, you know, pulled the Glock. Like a Glock, yeah. Yeah. So why is Um, a hot dog like a gun? Because it's, I don't know, I guess it's in a sort of gun shape and it's like... Do do people... Are, are, are kids really into hot dogs these days? Because I'm about that. I mean, who isn't into hot dogs? I, who doesn't like to gobble glizzy? Well, <laughs> I mean, catch me at the turn. Mark. Yep. Mark that. Thank you. Catch me at the turn after nine holes. Uh, yeah, I'm, with a, I'm, I'm with glizzy double, double fisting glizzy. Yeah, okay? yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make make sure we get. We but get sorry, uh, my, my point was, uh, what's so special about a Dodger dog? I don't know what a Dodger dog is. Isn't that like a th- like uh, a thing where it's like, oh, you got to have a Dodger dog if you go to I mean, in uh, Pullman, a Dodger game? In Pullman, we had the Coog dog, which is also the Seattle dog. Okay. And the Seattle dog is a hot dog with cream cheese and grilled onions. Oh, okay. And, and let me tell you, it is down. absolutely fantastic. I think it's just because it's gigantic. It's 10 Yeah, inch. the Dodger dog is 10-inch. Well, wiener. why don't they call it the Joe Fisher dog then if it's 10-inch? Oh, stop it. Your dad is 10 inches? Whoa, okay. That is insane, Come on. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I knew Fisher 2 was amazing. They've got really good meat. They got great meat. Yep. Great meat. They they certainly do. Wait, so it's just a a steamed bun. So it's not toasted. It's steamed. That's very important, yes. With just a really nice frank. Yeah, with, uh, it looks like. It's literally, there's no special Are we all toppings? on the same Wikipedia page? I think oh, so. 100%. So just yeah. mustard and relish? That's not that great of a Created dog. by Thomas Arthur. The grilled dogs are considered the classic version until 2021. They were known as the Farmer John Dodger Dogs. Starting with the, that season, the iconic Dodger Dog is being supplied by somebody else. This is literally just like a regular hot dog. Just the meat comes from some other rancher somewhere yeah. else. I guarantee you a Costco dog is better than this Dodger Dog. Possibly, yeah. I mean, a dollar fifty with a soda included. Love a good Costco. I dog. love Costco. Love a Costco dog. I mean, Hebrew Nationals are pretty solid. Uh, so. Costco, I'll take every day of the week. Yeah, because it's a nice. But that's what we did with dog. the Coog dogs. So at the Coog, this bar that I keep talking about would make dogs at the end of the night. You're like one a.m. and you're piling out of the bar, and you're like, that smells delicious. Well, of course, that hot dog was. But really in Pullman, good at that they point. would drive down to Lewiston to the Costco and just get the bulk. 
Costco dogs. You see, uh, like a chili dog, one a.m. That's that's my kryptonite. It's gonna it's gonna cause some very very happy times, but then some really crappy times in about an hour or two after that. Uh, coming up in about ten minutes, I want to dive into something a little personal about uh, potential retirement coming up. But I want to get into this. There's a team in the National League right now that is kind of streaking, and we've kind of touched on them a little bit over the last few weeks. And I know in the preseason, Joe, I believe you were really high on this team. And that's the Chicago Cubs. I was smoking that Cubs pack. Don't look now, but this team, in my opinion, I'm curious what you guys think. This team, in 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 my opinion, is kind of scary. I was driving home on Monday because uh, I, you know, took my my annual pilgrimage to the gorge, as one does, as one does. And on my way back, I threw on I I have Sirius XM in my car, and I threw on the MLB Network. Uh, because I wanted to hear baseball. I was trying to get back to reality. And I listened to Cubs-Giants all nine innings. And this kid, Steele... Who was on the call? Uh, it was the Cubs local guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this kid, Steele... it was like the Sunday night game No, I wish. That would have been rad. Because I would have got like Carl Ravitch or Dan Schulman. Mm-hmm. Um, this kid, Steele, threw eight innings, 12 strikeouts, no runs. Was absolutely dominant. And so I started looking at it on my fantasy team. I got Cody Bellinger. That guy's going to get paid after this year. Patrick Wisdom's been hitting bombs all year. Seiya Suzuki? He's been I'm, hot. I am really – he went three for four on that day with a homer, a double, and a single, and like five RBIs. Yeah, he's been amazing the last couple of weeks. My question is, is this the team we're not thinking about right now? I mean, I've kept a close eye on them since uh, last year, the end of All-Star break last year. They were pissing off teams in the NL Central, and they were fun to watch. And coming into this year, I said they were going to be a tough out. I didn't know they were going to be this good. I think the Co- I mean, the Cody Bellinger thing is helped them immensely. I think Justin Steele also, like who? didn't I mean, wasn't aware of him before the Kid year. Kid could win the Cy Young this year. Yeah, very well. Um, I, I did not know they were going to be this good. And I'm glad they are because it makes me look kind of right. I think what's really, I think what's really, <laughs> yeah, I know. And right? who doesn't love <laughs> that? Who doesn't love Joey? being right? In yeah. sports media. If Tampa wins the World Series, I'm going to be like, well, I Where, picked the Braves to beat them, but I'm Where good Joe was kind of right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think what's really cool about this Cubs team is I'd been down on them in years because I didn't like their farm system. When Dansby Swanson signed for them, I was like, why, dude? When they got Seiya Suzuki, I was like, why are you paying all this money for a Japanese guy when you're not ready to compete. Yet, here we are. I mean, Cody Bellinger is going to get paid. He's not having an MVP-type season, but damn, he is really important to that team. Huge. And I think when you look at teams like the Cubs, the National League Central and the American League Central are so parallel in this that it doesn't, if we're being honest, it doesn't take much to win that division. The three best teams in the American League West are running away with that division. The three best teams in the American League East are running away with that division. So it doesn't take much. So you kind of get that opportunity to have a little bit of a sluggish start, not quite know the guys you've got, not quite see what the future is per se, and all of a sudden the Cubs are sitting here. If I'm Philly, who could be a potential first-round matchup, if I'm uh, the Brewers, say the Brewers hold on, if I'm the Dodgers and I got to play the Cubs, I you're shaking dare, in your boots. Dare a I bit. say the Cubs are the most dangerous wild card team outside of 
who doesn't win the American League West. I would push back on that because, yes, their bats are all good, but gosh, man, my guy Patrick Wisdom, who at one point led all third basemen in home runs, gosh, I think for like the first two, three months of the year, he's batting under the Mendoza line. So, yeah, they're like you said, they're leaning on Bellinger. He's super important to that offense. Of course, they got Swanson. Don't forget about Ian Happ, who basically plays first baseman in the outfield as well. Super huge versatility-wise. However, the Cubs... Outside of this kid Steele, who you're right, he's awesome. And Stroman, who's on the DL right now, unfortunately, he's been hurt a lot this season. Yeah, seriously, it, what what is it? It's like Smiley's got a five plus ERA. Tyon's got like a five plus ERA. There's and Hendricks got... five years called, and it's not five well, years. Well, I mean, ago. Hendri- thank you. Hendricks so, has got a three seven three ERA this that year. Ain't so. bad. That right. ain't bad. That ain't bad. That's but averaging that... better than a quality start but every what, time you appear. What you just said is, can they be the sneaker wildcard team without three legit starters? And I don't think. I mean, one of them isn't even. Held Healthy at the moment, so I, I would say probably not. Their bullpen, I think the best guy is Leiter Jr. in that bullpen right yeah. now. So, uh, unfortunately, yes, their hitting's okay. I think it's like top 11 or 10 uh, last time I looked in on-base plus slugging. So they're getting on-base, they're getting hits in the key moments, but they're pitching, unfortunately. It's just in that National League, it's not going to be able to get yeah, it done against and, the Braves. And you're probably right. I think what surprises me, and I'll, I'll end it on this because I know we're up against it, I think what surprises me about this is when Epstein left and they hired David Ross and they got rid of Rizzo and Baez and Addison Russell had his issues and Wilson Contreras and they basically did the Royals thing and the Marlins thing where they blew up the entire team after they won a World Series. Chris Bryant goes to San Francisco, now he's in Colorado, et cetera, et cetera. John Lester's retired, and you you know where I'm going with this. I didn't expect this to be this quick. I didn't love the David Ross hire. When you look around at Dave Roberts, Aaron Boone, Rocco Baldelli, um, who's uh, Craig Council, when you look at these former players, David Bell, David Bell who aren't that far removed from the game, a lot of them, have, shoemaker. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them have been kind of underwhelming to me. Gabe Kapler, uh, yes. um, but like Kapler got a raw deal in Philly, and he's doing great Aaron in San Boone. Francisco. <laughs> I think Baldelli is doing a solid job in Milwaukee with how that franchise is run. I think count or Council, sorry, in Milwaukee. I think Baldelli is doing a decent job in Minnesota. Bell clearly has a bunch of young kids now, but Boone sucks and. Robert sucks and all this kind of stuff. I'm surprised that David Ross looks like a legit manager and this Cubs team looks like they're a few pieces away. I mean, who's better? The Chicago Cubs or the Toronto Blue Jays? Who's better right now? Who's a better team? The Blue Jays. Still the Blue Jays, man. I I, I wouldn't bet against Boba Shett and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. right now for anything. Yeah, I would probably go Blue Jays still, but I mean, the but it pick- makes you think. Oh yeah, I mean it does. I mean the Cubs are the trajectory for them is really nice. Real quick stats for you before we break: uh, Justin Steele since uh, beginning of June last year, twenty twenty two, so over a year, he's given up uh, five runs or more only three times, and it's been five runs each time. So he's just been cruising since then, and uh, since the All Star break. They're three relief pitchers with the most innings pitch. Julian Merriweather, 3.33 ERA. Mark Leader Jr., 3.27 ERA. Adbert Alzale, 
3.74. So their three most innings pitched for relief pitchers are giving you sub four ERAs. Can't say no to that. I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't think they're going to win a World Series, but uh, this, I think, is going to be a team to watch in a couple years. Hey, Because you know the Cubs will spend money. They have money. Uh, by the way, if you did not see, um, God, what was it, uh, uh, Christopher Morell's bat flip the other night? Beautiful. Oh, my God. Absolutely beautiful. And that I'll end on that. Absolutely beautiful. All right. When we come back, we'll give we'll let Patrick, that's me, um, give a long <laughs> homage to, to something near and dear in my heart that looks to be coming to an end. We'll do that next. The Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the service. Visit VancouverFord.com. Uh, I was corrected. I knew this, but I didn't know if everybody else would know this. In Pullman, they are called the Munchies Dog. They are Munchies Hot Dogs. Munchies used to be this hookah bar that made cold sandwiches and then would post up and make hot dogs every night. Nice. Uh, but now the Coug has taken that over as Moochie, uh, Munchies is uh, RIP. I'm not sure I would ever go to a public like hookah bar, but I'm not sure I'll eat uh, There was a period when I'm old oh. enough that when I was in college, oh, no, hookah, I did. hookah was really oh, big. There was, a, there was a place uh, here in downtown, a Metro, I think is what it was yeah. called. They were letting us high schoolers in all the time, not checking IDs. Yeah. I a couple mean, it places was, in like Tigard as well. Got know? a slice of pizza downstairs, got upstairs and felt like I was the coolest guy in the world because yeah. I was on some random couch in Portland smoking mm, there was always a bunch of dude, There was always a bunch of dudes <laughs> that got kicked out because they would sneak uh, weed into that Shocking. Uh, weed into that. Uh, why, hashish. why? Just go outside or, st- uh, I don't know, go back home. You're like two blocks from your dorm, anyways. Just never, run back, hit the bong, sm- and go back to the bar. I never smoked hookah. I always said, if you're going to smoke, go have a cigarette like an adult. But, dude, look <laughs> at this cloud real quick. Well, I- I've always said, if you're going to smoke, make it worth it and just smoke oh. weed. Don't smoke cigarettes or hookah. It doesn't make any Hold sense. Hold on. Here comes a dragon. I'm going to show you, dude. <laughs> you see that? All right, well. All right, that's a drop, too. <laughs> the noise that you just made. Good God. You see that? Oh, you see that? Yeah. You see that? <laughs> uh, that's an yes, old Yes, I forget we have drops. That's an I? old throwback. Yes. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, I want to give a quick little homage before we get into the second hour. I know we're already up against it because we were late, but I'll be quick here. Uh, it sounds like all signs are pointing to Terry Francona, manager of the Cleveland Guardians, retiring at the end of the season. And uh, I'll be honest with you guys, as as a longtime Indians fan and a distant observer of the Guardians, uh, Terry Francona is one of the best things to ever happen to that Cleveland organization. Oh, I thought you were going to say in my life. Um, coming <laughs> coming off two World Series wins in Boston, almost getting Cleveland there. If Mother Nature doesn't choose the Cubs, Cleveland wins that World Series. Um, but this is it's interesting because I've seen it for a couple years now. Uh Francona's health isn't great. Uh he's missed playoff games. He's missed big series late in the season with intestinal issues. It has to be correlated to the amount of chaw he's got in his mouth at all times. Swallowing those juices. Pill problem too. Yeah, swallowing those juices cannot be good on your stomach and your intestines. Uh and it sounds like he's starting to make those kind of comments like uh, he's going to hang it up. And and what I would say 
you know, to, to be quick and not lament on it too much. I don't know, since Joe Torre left the game, I don't know if there's a better manager in baseball than Terry Francona. He won two World Series in Boston and decided to leave that and go back home, quote-unquote, because his old man is a longtime Cleveland guy. He grew up in Cleveland. Go to Cleveland and do what basically Bob Melvin did in Oakland, but with a little bit better ownership. Not great, but a little bit better. Uh, I think baseball is really going to miss Tito. I think Tito is one of those only old guys in the league that has been able to adapt to the modern game. I think Dusty is is a great manager, but I think he's very fortunate to have great players. Um, but when you look at guys like Larusa, those old guard, Jim Leland, the game kind of eventually passed them by, yet Tito still got starters winning Cy Youngs and guys getting MVP votes and working with a team that's not very good and still putting them in playoff contention. I, I Baseball's really going to miss Tito. Uh, you were one of the, I mean, you were the first person I thought of when I saw the announcement that he was hanging it up. His quote. Well, he hasn't quite announced it, but well, that I mean, quote dude, is pretty damning. Let me read the quote. <laughs> this is about as announcing it as you can get. He said, but it's time. My butt. <laughs> Just that alone, it's time. <laughs> my body is telling me that, my head is telling me that, and I don't want to stay on for the wrong reasons. I hope I have too much respect for not just the game, but for this organization to do that. So I've been pretty clear with the guys I work for and told them, start preparing, because it's time. So whether it's, yeah, the end of this year, or he does a, uh, a, farewell, a farewell tour, tour next year, yeah, where he goes to Baltimore and they give him a bunch of uh, soft-shell crabs, and which was hilarious when Jeter did his farewell tour because the headline in Baltimore was Orioles give Jeter crabs. Yeah, I love it. So I, I just hope that Francona has the chance to get crabs in Baltimore as well. No, you gave those to Jessica Biel. Uh, definitely going to miss Tito. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, wait, no, yeah, Jeter already had crabs, but now has a second set of crabs. Mm, I think Krabs is moving around <laughs> baseball quite quite fast, uh, not just through Tito, but others as well. Well, they all have gone <laughs> to the Oakland A's uh, stadium. Cool. So. All right. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to miss Tito, but I I, uh, I remember him more for his tenure with the Boston Red Sox. Of course. I believe he took over for, it was Grady Little and <clears throat> won the World Series. That, that, famous first Aaron, season. that famous Aaron Boone home run cost Grady Little his job. Well, probably leaving Pedro in cost Grady Little his job. I, I, I would agree. But then Tito showed up, and they were... they. Do you know that they were a wild card team that year? Yes, they were. And won the World Series? They they, they were not <clears throat> one of the favorites. And I don't even think at the beginning of the year they were considered to be a wild card team. So I'm going to miss him. I he know took the fall for that chicken and beer He did, stuff. yes. And, you know, they, they dealt Beckett and uh, Aegon, and they dealt those guys. But Tito took the fall for it. And, and left. It was a Popeyes is, uh, right across from Fenway. Left so. and took the Cleveland job. And honestly, like... It's like Kevin Cash in Tampa. It's Bob Melvin in Oakland. If you're a team that doesn't have a ton of money, you get the right manager in and you can do something. You can make a run. Kevin Cash made a run to the World Series in 2020. Tito made a run to the World Series in 2016. Yeah. And I honestly think that Cleveland team was better than that Cubs team. But there was a weather delay in Game 7 and momentum shifted. Baseball is going to miss Tito.
I would. Uh, you're kind of forgetting one name, I think, in the comparisons, man. Bruce Bochy, who's won a couple World great, Series, great example with the San Francisco Giants. Now, obviously, I think he, the game has not passed him by quite yet. So one of those old guys, kind of like Tito, that just he's still around and we love it. So yeah, you're right. Baseball's going to miss these guys like Buck Showalter, Tito, and and Dusty, and, yeah, Dusty, yep. Dusty Baker, yeah. It's kind of like the Jim old Garland, the last ones kind of yep. hanging on the last there. Ones, yeah, yeah, now it's all kids. All right, we come back. Don't go anywhere. We got a loaded second hour. A lot of stuff to get to. Plus, fair or foul. This is the hot corner. Portland sports leader today. The fan. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.